Hello and welcome back to Daily World News with the latest global stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top world stories for Thursday, November 2nd, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. U.S. President Joe Biden has called for a humanitarian pause in the Israel-Hamas war to secure the release of hostages and provide humanitarian aid. This marks a departure from the U.S. administration's previous stance of not dictating Israel's response to Hamas's attack. Biden made the statement during a speech in Minneapolis on November 1st, where he emphasized that a pause is different from a ceasefire and is less formal and shorter in duration. In other news, a Hamas terrorist has confessed to an Israel Securities Authority official that he and another man entered a house with the intention of killing. They shot and killed crying children who were hiding in a safe room. The terrorist acknowledged that his mission was solely to kill and was asked if his parents would be proud of his actions. The war between Israel and Hamas has entered its fourth week, with at least 5,700 reported casualties on both sides. Meanwhile, Uganda's military has killed several fighters from the Allied Democratic Forces Rebel Group, an Islamic State-linked group. The ADF rebels had ambushed a honeymooning couple and their guide in a national park. The ADF has been involved in smuggling and pledged allegiance to the Islamic State. The military is still working to eliminate all splinter groups of the ADF. Next, Israel's El Al Airlines is increasing its cargo capacity to meet the high demand for shipments of equipment to Israeli soldiers and families affected by the war with Hamas. The airline has removed seats from one of its Boeing 777 to 200 planes and added a recently converted Boeing 737 to its fleet. El Al's CEO stated that the airline flew about a quarter of a million passengers to and from Israel in the first two weeks of the conflict. Turning to the conflict between Israel and Palestine, it is often described as a clash of right versus right. However, it is important to acknowledge the power differential between the occupying force and the subjugated population. While there is no military solution, a negotiated compromise, similar to the one in Northern Ireland, may be the only way to resolve the conflict. Personal perspectives from individuals affected by the conflict shed light on the ongoing situation. In other news, the UK Foreign Office has allowed specific groups of foreign nationals and seriously wounded individuals to leave Gaza through the Rafah border crossing with Egypt. However, some UK citizens remain trapped in Gaza due to the chaos and desperation at the border. The Foreign Office has agreed on a list of British nationals who want to leave Gaza and will coordinate with Egyptian and Israeli authorities for their safe passage. Meanwhile, an international conference on the reconstruction of Libya's eastern city of Derna, which was severely affected by a fatal flood, has begun. The conference aims to bring together international delegations and companies specializing in infrastructure development and housing. The death toll from the flood is estimated to be between 4,000 and 11,000. The country has been divided between rival governments for nearly a decade, 
and the conference is a tentative step towards rebuilding the city. In a different story, Shanghai's Halloween party provided a rare opportunity for Chinese citizens to express themselves without censorship. The event saw an increase in Chinese expression, including views on LGBT life, political and social criticism, and unconventional appearances. It was seen as a chance for people in Shanghai to openly express their views on the state of China. Also, Apple's warning to several iPhones in India about potential state-sponsored attacks has sparked serious accusations of spying. The targets, mostly political opponents of Prime Minister Narendra Modi and his Bharatiya Janata Party, identified themselves publicly. Apple has stated that the alerts could be false alarms, and the government has denied allegations of spying on the opposition, journalists, and critics. Critics argue that the surveillance suggested by the alert could benefit the governing party in the upcoming election. Lastly, Russian authorities are investigating the killing of nine people, including two children, in Ukrainian territory controlled by Moscow. Two Russian contract soldiers from the Far East have been detained in connection with the crime. The motive is believed to be a domestic conflict. Russia has faced international condemnation for its control of parts of the Donetsk region, treating it as Russian territory. This is the first time Russian authorities have acknowledged members of their army committing a crime against Ukrainian civilians since the 2022 invasion. Our top world stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Business News, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, and Daily Lifestyle News. Thanks for listening.